Chapter 6 of Don, a Runaway Dog by Richard Barnum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tom Hirsch. Chapter 6 Don is Locked In. When Don made up his mind to run away from the farm, he chose a time to do it when Bob would be away at school, for the dog well knew that if Bob were at home, there would be little chance of getting away without being seen. Bob always wanted Don with him, and as soon as the boy came home from his lessons, the first thing he would do would be to run out to the kennel to see how Don was. Yes, thought Don to himself, in a way dogs have of thinking that we know nothing about. Yes, if I am to run away, I must go when Bob is not at home. Otherwise, he might stop me. But I won't run away very far, thought Don, and I'll soon run back again to tell these silly farm animals that they are much better off stopping safely at home. That is what Don thought. But things do not always happen the way we think, or even the way dogs think. Don walked out of his kennel after he had had a good dinner, looked carefully about to see that no one saw him, and off down the road he trotted. I suppose I ought to say good-bye to Bob, thought Don, but then he doesn't always understand my way of talking. Besides, if I said good-bye to him, he'd know I was going away, and he'd stop me. So I guess I won't wait." Don trotted off past the farmhouse, down the country road. Tabby, the big yellow cat, was sunning herself on the porch as Don went past. "'Where are you going?' asked Tabby, stretching out her paws. "'Oh, just to take a walk,' answered Don, for he did not want Tabby to follow him, and after all he was walking away, rather than running away, at least at first. I don't want any cats chasing after me, thought Don. No one takes anyone with him when he runs away. At least Squinty didn't, and he ought to know all about running away, for he's done it twice. No, I'll go alone. And off Don went. At first it was very pleasant, trotting along the road in the shade. Now and then Don would stop to get a drink at a wayside spring or he might see a flock of birds, and he would chase after them with his red tongue hanging out of his mouth. Don did not want to catch the birds, but he just wanted something to run after, and birds were as good as anything else. After a while, Don met another dog named Rover, who lived on the next farm. "'Hello!' exclaimed Rover, speaking in dog language, of course, and wagging his tail. "'Glad to see you, Don!' "'Where are you going?' "'Oh, no place special,' answered Don. He was wondering whether he might not tell Rover about running away, and ask the other dog to come with him. "'A dog to run away with would be all right,' thought Don. "'But not a cat. I guess I'll ask Rover.' So Don said, "'To tell you the truth, Rover, I don't know just where I am going.' I am running away to see the world and have some adventures, and perhaps you'd like to come with me. What? 
Running away, cried Rover. Not for me. I'm going to stay home. But think of the adventures we'll have, said Don. Come on. No, thank you, answered Rover. Once I ran away, and I was glad enough to run back again. You will be, too. Oh, I don't think so, said Don. Besides, so many of the animals on our farm are talking of running away that I thought if I went and came back to tell them all about it, they wouldn't want to run any more. Well, perhaps they won't, said Rover, but I'm sure you'll be glad to get back. No, I will not, cried Don, and then he ran quickly and hid behind a lilac bush. What's the matter? asked Rover in a barking whisper. Hush, growled Don. It's your master. I don't want him to see me here, for when Bob finds I'm gone, he will hunt for me, and your master may tell him I was here. Oh, all right, hide, said Rover. I won't tell where you are, but mind what I'm telling you. Very glad indeed you'll be to get back home again. Don did not think so, and after Rover's master had passed on, the runaway dog came out of his hiding place in the bushes, and saying good-bye to the other dog, off Don went again down the road. Well, I am certainly having a good time, thought Don. Squinty was right about it. There's lots of fun in running away. No wonder he didn't want to run back again. On and on trotted Don, stopping now and then to speak to other dogs he knew, and sometimes resting in the shade near a spring of water. Then off he would go again. Well, thought Don, after a bit, I'm beginning to feel hungry. Let me see. What do you do when you get hungry if you are running away? I meant to ask Squinty about that, but I forgot it. I guess I can find something to eat. This was not as easy as Don had thought it would be. It was quite different from having Bob or Bob's mother or sister bring out a nice plate of table scraps or a juicy bone. No one brought Don anything now, for he was a runaway dog. Never mind, said Don to himself, in a way dogs have. I guess I can go up to the back door of one of these houses and pick up a bone or two. I'll try it. Just then he was passing a large white house that looked something like the one where his kennel was. There's sure to be plenty to eat in a place like that, thought Don. Around to the back door he trotted, and surely enough he saw on the ground some bones with bits of meat on them. Don felt more hungry than ever when he saw them. Aha, he whispered to himself as he licked his teeth with his red tongue. Now for a fine dinner. This is as good as I would get at home. Who says running away isn't jolly? But just as Don was going to pick up the nicest bone, a harsh voice called to him. Here, get out of here, be off! and a stone was thrown at Don, hitting him on the leg. Ouch! he yelped. Ouch! Bow, bow! Get away from here! Get out of this yard! the harsh voice went on, 
and when a window was raised, Don saw a big, fat cookwoman with a pan of water in her hand. She was just going to throw it on Don, but he ran out of the way in time. My, how impolite, thought Don. I never heard of such treatment, just as if it would hurt anything if I took those bones nobody wanted. The idea! Don felt quite badly as he ran away. No one had ever treated him that way before, not even when he was a little puppy, and he was now a big dog. Well, I'll try another house, thought Don as he trotted on. Maybe they will be kinder there. Anyhow, I'm glad I ran before that fat woman had time to throw water on me. I wonder if it was hot water. Don trotted along, getting hungrier and hungrier every minute, until he saw another house. This one was painted red, but it was quite as large as the white one. Now to see if I can find a bone in this backyard, Don thought as he ran in. He saw a tin can in one corner of the yard, and from the can came a nice smell of bones. Aha, thought Don. Something to eat there, I'm sure. He went up to the can and was just lifting the cover off with his paw to get at the bone inside when another harsh voice called to him. Be off out of there. I believe you're the dog who rolled in my pansy flower bed the other day. Get away from here. I don't like dogs. Don looked up in time to see the gardener flinging a stone at him and Don dodged out of the way so as not to be hit. "'Be off!' cried the man. Poor Don tucked his tail between his legs and ran out of the yard. A stone once more came bounding after him and almost hit him. "'Well, well,' thought the runaway dog, "'this is certainly a hard life. "'I've been cheated out of my dinner twice.' and no one wanted those bones either. I don't see why I couldn't have had them. Don was beginning to find out that it was not so much fun running away as he had thought it would be, and he was getting so hungry. On and on he ran for some distance. Pretty soon he saw another large, fine house. Rich people must live in there, he thought but twice now I've been driven away from big houses. I think I'll try a smaller one. So he went on and on until he came to a little house where a poor old lady lived. Don sniffed and smelled about looking for a bone, but he could find none in this yard. However, the lady looking out of her kitchen window saw the dog, and she knew he must be hungry. Then Don saw a bit of bread lying on the ground. The lady had fed the birds that morning, and part of the bread was left. I'll get that anyhow, thought Don, and he swallowed it very quickly. Poor dog, I believe you're hungry, said the lady kindly. Ha, I know I'm hungry, said Don to himself, for, of course, he could not speak to the lady in her language. I'll give you a bone, she said and she threw something out of the window at Don. At first the runaway dog thought it was another stone. 
but as soon as he smelled the bone he knew better. But I'm not going to run any chances, Don thought. So, with a bark of thanks to the kind lady, Don caught the bone in his teeth and out he ran with it into the street. And no sooner had he gotten there than another dog, bigger than Don, saw him. Hold on, cried the other dog. Give me that bone, it's mine. I beg your pardon, spoke Don politely, for he had been brought up that way. But this is my bone. A lady gave it to me. No, it isn't. It's mine, growled the other dog, and he began to run after Don. But Don was not going to lose the bone the kind lady had given him so away he ran as fast as he could go, with the other dog following after, like Jack and Jill falling down the hill, you know. Stop, stop, give me that bone, cried the bad dog. No, no, answered Don. Though the other dog was larger and stronger than Don, he could not run as fast, and Don was soon out of sight around the corner, trotting as fast as he could go with the bone in his mouth. Well, so far so good, thought Don. I never imagined before that it was so hard and dangerous to get anything to eat. It isn't this way on the farm. Still, I am running away. That is something, and I suppose these are only adventures." Soon Don came to a quiet, shady place near where a street fountain of water bubbled up. I'll lay down here and eat my bone, thought Don, but it was not as easy to do as he thought. As soon as he began to gnaw the meat off the bone, other dogs, coming to the fountain to get a drink, wanted to take Don's bone away from him. At last, Don said, well, I'll have no peace or quietness here. I'll find another place. Picking up his bone, he ran on until he came to a railroad station. Don knew what this was, for the railroad ran not far from the farm, and Don had often gone to the depot with Bob to see the trains go by. Don saw a big brown freight car, with the door open, standing on the track. I'll get in there and eat my bone, thought Don, and with one jump up into the car he leaped. There no other dogs bothered him as he gnawed the juicy bone, and then, after this little lunch, Don fell asleep. How long he slept he did not know, but when he awoke he found himself in the dark, and the car was rumbling along over the track. Oh! The train must have started, thought Don. I must get out. But when he tried, he found the door of the freight car was tightly shut. Poor Don was locked in. End of chapter 6 Recording by Tom Hirsch